our our society has like decided like okay so like after college this is what you're supposed to do but then there are no real rules and you can actually do whatever you want but for some reason we've decided that like whatever every like social standards are are correct and now that we're not married we don't have children like we're behind correct it's like sometimes i'm like whoa 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 whoa. i'm ahead hi my name is nicole your host of the lady in pink hello everybody as i previously stated on my other episode gone through a lot of change and just um excited to see where the change brings me so I have a new guest with me today. Speaking of change, we're going to switch things up today. Um, She is an amazing person. She has so many layers to her. She, you guys are, I'm pretty sure will probably be in tears by the end of this episode because she's so funny. Um, She's just a really cool fucking person. Her name is Shifra. And I am really excited to have her today because... I th- I've learned so much from her just being her friend recently. Be- we recently became friends, like, in the past year or so, right? Has it been a year? Yeah, basically a year. And I've already have just grown so much um, just by being her friend. So I'm really excited to have her on, and we're just going to kind of, like, talk about where she's been, what she's done, where she's going, and we're going to go from there. So welcome to the show, Shifra. Thank you so much. I'm honored to be here. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a long time coming. I know. I'm excited. I'm excited. This is going to be fun. Like, I remember I suggested you being on my episode, but then on my podcast, and then I left for India, and we just never yeah. made it happen because I suck, but... No. We've all we've both been busy, and... Uh, and now we're here. Now we're yes. here. Now so, we're doing it. <laughs> so a little backstory. I met Shifra because one of my best friends is dating someone who Shifra works for. And I was invited to a work outing, and then I met Shifra, and we've been like... Kismet. It was meant to be. Meant to be. Yeah. Immediately sat down at the table, and I was like, where have you been all my life? This girl's hilarious. I literally need to be her best friend. Yes. We immediately became like friends on social media. (laughs) Exchanged numbers. (laughs) Literally. I was like, oh, I didn't find a date, but I got a date with Nicole, (laughs) so it's a win. (laughs) Exactly. Literally. Doesn't matter whose number. I got a number tonight. I got a number. (laughs) New contact. One of my new goals in 2022, or 2023. Oh, nice. Wow, where is life going, to be honest? (laughs) Seriously, I can't believe it just, oh God, is to become a better cook. And Mm. one of the many things that Shifra is good at is cooking. But before we get into that, um, we're going to do a little icebreaker. Yes. Before I kind of dive into you. I'm so I have to like reel it back in. Let me, let me. Yes, please, reel. I think people have missed me being. We also went fishing together, so we're reelers. Ah, we let's add that to the list of things that we did. <laughs> yeah, this will be a hodgepodge. Yeah, obviously. I call it the bootlegged podcast because mm-hmm. I'm not official yet. I was gonna record a video of us, but uh, <laughs> I I showered last night, so the hair is just you know it could be better, could be worse. I I just a little frizzy. Not <laughs> if anyone's listening, I have very curly hair. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to ask Shifra 10 questions so that you guys can get to know her. And then I don't know some most of these answers, so then I can get to know you more. I'm so excited. Um, It's like Bumble BFF, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Favorite place you've traveled? Oh, Italy for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hands we can, down. We can get yes. more into that yes. later, but definitely Italy. Love Italy. Yes. 
two favorite hobby? Um, great question. Mm, I want to say, like, as a hobby, yoga. I think yes. that's my favorite hobby. Oh, one thousand right now. But it does change with the seasons. But I feel like yoga is kind of like a constant. So I oh. feel like that's a safe answer. Love that. Yeah. Um, what is your best quality? Oh my gosh. Um, I think my best quality is bringing a lightness to really anything. So like if you're down and out, like I will find the silver lining and I just feel like, like joy has been my word of the year. And I feel like I just like try and bring joy into like every place I go and every like conversation I have. And I feel like that's kind of like a a superpower. That is it is. One thousand percent. I nailed yeah. you nailed that on the head. Thank Absolutely. You. Thanks. You're a joy. Thanks. Biggest fear. Okay, my biggest fear is not finding love. Like That's true, mine. genuine love. Like we could talk about death and my fear of that as well, but like I feel like everyone kinda goes through that fear, but like really not finding love and just Never yes. fulfilling fulfilling that need. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. Same. Um, if you could choose one word to describe you, what would it be? But I kind of feel like you Ooh, already I said did. joy. <laughs> but no, no, no. So, okay. okay, you can answer that, joy, because your best quality was you bring light to oh, every situation. Nice. So then joy, joy. will be... Joy. Joy. Oh, I like that. Also goofy. But joy is better. <laughs> I feel like Goofy can fall into joy. Yeah. Absolutely. It's an umbrella. Yeah, isn't it? I love that. Mm -hmm. Favorite music genre? Ooh. Honestly, like pop. Mm -hmm. Me too. Yeah. This one's a fun one. Favorite sex position? Oh, you know, I'm pretty classic. I like the, um, what's it called? (laughs) Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I want to practice. (laughs) Doggy style, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) You do downward dog every day at yoga. How did you forget that? I know. Ooh, downward dog. That's good. <laughs> They're like really tall. It could work. You could do it on the ground with the guy standing up behind you. Mm. You would just like my shoulders would probably give out. Wow, that would be <laughs> like I have would have to go to like my maybe my forearms and really <laughs> bring my elbows out a little bit. Really try and get some more surface area. <laughs> Practice. I need to find a partner to practice that with. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, gentlemen listening, she's single. Yeah, I'm. Um, this is this is how we'll get into what she's looking for too. This yeah, is a... great. <laughs> Tell me something I don't know. Um. Okay, I always tell people that I transferred from the University of Minnesota to Madison, but I actually always leave out that I went to a third college because no. I feel crazy when I say that. Because my freshman year of college, I went to Winona State University, and um, and I literally went there knowing I was going to leave, 
And then I went to the University of Minnesota. And then I fucking had a meltdown and transferred again. And I remember telling my brother, and I was like, I can't believe I'm transferring for a second time. Like, I'm a loser. (laughs) That is actually kind of cool. I went to three schools, which is why I never got to study abroad while I was in school because I literally had to be at, like, a physical place for, like, a certain amount of credits. And I, like, moved around so much that it didn't... Wow. So I went to three schools. Wow. Only the elite. Only the elite. Sure. Thank you. Um, Biggest regret. Ooh. Mm, That is a great question. And honestly, I feel like I usually have a really good answer, but it's When I wrote that question down, my biggest regret was not studying abroad. Oh, nice. That's mine. That's a good one. My biggest regret... Not making out with that guy in the hot tub. (laughs) Honestly, though, yeah, sometimes. Uh, It could be very different. Um... We can cut that. I really want, I like, I want to answer it, but I don't know. That's okay. What's my biggest regret? There, I had a year, I don't even remember, like, probably, probably like, almost 10 years ago, I had like a New Year's resolution that I wasn't allowed to have any more regrets anymore because I like was really like down out a lot about a lot of things. And I was like, oh, I regret not doing that. Oh, I regret not doing that. And I was like, I, there's nothing I can do about it anymore. Like, why am I like wasting my energy regretting these things? Okay, I love this answer. Yeah, but, like, I still have, like, I know I, it's, like, I, I feel like I, I have been asked this question before and I have a good regret, and it'll come to me. But... Well, you want to know, actually, mm. now after speaking, t- like, just now, I've had an epiphany. Yeah. In life, we really shouldn't have regrets. Yeah. Because you can still do it. If there's someone yeah. like, I wish I would have shooting my shot, then find them on Facebook and shoot your shot. Yeah. I didn't study abroad. I could go live abroad if I wanted to. No, it's it would that, be the same I thing. love that. Like, yes, I love that. That's, you have regrets, write it down, and, and see like, how you can accomplish them. Yeah, and just do them. Look yeah. It, inspired. I'm inspired. Yeah, it's mm. nice. Good for you. <laughs> Last question. Yeah. Who inspires you? Ooh. Um, honestly, so many people feel very fortunate to have like a lot of really amazing people in my life um like top three that I can think of right now is like my brother is such a big inspiration I feel like he's just he is just living life really on his own terms and in such like a different way than most people in my life I feel like he's such an inspiration in that regard and he's really just like seriously living his truth um, my friend Sarah, one of my best friends, everyone's my best friend, but like one of my best friends, Sarah, is just like an amazing mom. And she just like also just brings so much light to like everything. And I just like, I feel so lucky to be her friend. And so she inspires me. And honestly, my friend, my best friend, Aubrey, who lives in Los Angeles, um, she's been sober for 11 years and she's just like the most fun person I know. And so she inspires me to like just have such a like they all they all give me such different perspectives mm-hmm. so those are my three it's a good question i love that yeah well that was fun getting to know you thanks <laughs> so mm-hmm. now that we've gotten to know you i yes. kind of asked those questions because they all kind of relate almost to some of the things we wanted to talk about yeah kind of like so the fact that you shared that you've went to three colleges <laughs> uh, yes 
Now tell everyone that where you've lived. Yeah, so um, so I went to college in Winona, uh, Winona State, which is um, in Winona, Minnesota. And what did you get your degree in, too? So I officially got my degree in com arts with, like, an emphasis in film. And then I also got a minor in religious studies. So What? Yes, yeah, so when I was a freshman, I really wanted to go to the University of Minnesota because I wanted to be a graphic designer. And I didn't get into the University of Minnesota, so but I didn't want to stay in Milwaukee because I was just like, okay. I just I wanted to leave. I really was ready to like go and be independent. Yes. And so I um I was like I'm just gonna go somewhere that accepted me and then I'll transfer. So I went to Winona, just took like prerequisites, whatever. Um, then I went to the University of Minnesota, which is in uh, Minneapolis or the Twin Cities, kind of shares campus between both. So I lived there for a year. And then just kind of quickly realized that, like, I loved the idea of graphic design, but it just, like, didn't seem like the right fit for me. Mm-hmm. And every time I visited my, like, high school friends that were going to school in Madison, I just, like, always had such a, a good time. And I, like, was – I just, like, was meeting so many, like, more, like, new friends every time I visited that I was, like, I have more friends, like, new people in Madison and like Madison's a great school and I don't really want to be in graphic design anymore so I'm going to transfer so that's why I did there and then I was just taking fun film classes I was just taking film classes for fun just like watching films and we would like talk about them and it was like just like interesting and I just really enjoyed it so then I just kept taking classes kept taking classes and then realized I was like okay maybe I should just make this my major because I don't really know what else I want to do and then it was kind of the same idea with the religion classes. I was taking all the I'm Jewish and I was taking all these like funny Jewish pop culture classes because I was just like, I just, I was just wanted to take fun things. I just really didn't know what I wanted to do. So I was just like finding like joy in my classwork. Yes. And then finally realized I was like, oh, I have like a lot of credits in religious classes. Like I wonder how many more I would need for like a minor. And so then I ended up just taking like, all these classes in, like, the three Abrahamic religions, so, like, Judaism, Christianity, and, um, and Islam, Islamic, no, it's, like, Islam or, like, Muslim, but, like, it's, like, what do you call it? I'm, like, really, you're asking me, I am the is, last, is your, the Islamic faith, Islamic faith, That's, okay, that, yeah, okay, that works, um, I could probably say both, anyways, um, so then after school, <laughs> <laughs> oh man after school I came I came back to Milwaukee for like a year and right after right Madison. yeah right okay. after Madison I was just like didn't really know what I wanted to do but I always had this big goal that I was gonna write um I was gonna write a book about my life and about my family and I was gonna make a television series about it and I was gonna be the producer and the writer. That was like my goal. Like if people asked me in college like what was my dream job, it was creating my own series for HBO. Oh my god. And like I was like so I was like like tunnel vision towards that. I like wanted that so bad. And so then I ended up getting um uh, an internship with this production company um, in Los Angeles. It was actually with, um, Jerry Zucker's production company. So he's one of the writers and, um, like directors of the movie Airplane, which is like, I feel like there's like a cult following. It's like a cult classic film, like from like, probably like, maybe like the seventies or eighties. And then, um, 
he also like won an Oscar for Ghost. How? Yeah, and fun fact, he's my dad's cousin, and he had this like internship program through the University of Wisconsin, and so like not only was I qualified for it, but I also tried to like work in the nepotism thing, and literally sent them an email being like, "Hey, so I applied for this, but like I'm Larry's daughter, like." what do you think? And they literally called me like that week and they're like, Hey, just tell us when you're coming. Like the spot's yours. Like, we'd love to have you. And so I like worked a little bit longer, saved up my money and then went and lived in Los Angeles for a year. Oh my God. Yeah. It was amazing. I was very lucky. I lived with two random girls that I found on Craigslist and they're literally my best friends. Like one of them is Aubrey, who is one of my inspired, I mean, they both are. Linda's amazing, too. Wow. Yeah, so I was very fortunate. Especially because in, like, my early years of college, I was, like, destined to have, like, world's worst roommates. So it was, like, it was just, like, I, I made it. I had, like, the best roommates. So so then after great. Los Angeles, where did you go from there? So then after Los Angeles, I was, like, broke and like kind of lost the the dream of HBO. It's like always kind of still lingering, but like we'll I make just, an HBO. Yeah, it, one day. There's it's it's not a regret, you know, it's something I could definitely still do. Absolutely. And um so a lot of my friends were li- were like living abroad and like working and doing really cool things. So I was like, I never got to study abroad. I want to do that. So I came back to Milwaukee, lived with my parents again for a year, like saved up some money. I worked at Manpower as like a recruiter. And then I went and lived in Spain for a year. And I worked um, in the city called Santiago de Compostela. So it's, like, right above uh, Portugal. So it's, like, the very west coast side of Spain. Like, pretty close to the ocean. My city was not on the ocean, though. Okay. And um, if you've ever heard of the Camino, or sometimes it's called the Way. Yeah. It's, like, a, this, like, 500-mile, like, pilgrimage from the French Pyrenees to the city, Santiago de Compostela. So it's, like, a lot of... There's, you know, there's, like, a huge community of people whose, like, families have literally lived there for, like, generations on generations. But then there's also this huge community of very transient people who are, like, finishing this walk or, like, people who are, like, there for t- the tourism of the city. So it was an interesting place to live. Yeah. But, um... It was it was a great experience because I met some amazing friends and How did you choose that city? I didn't actually really choose the city. It's through the Ministry of Education. If you have a college degree and your first language is English, you um can apply for this program and they'll position you in one of the schools and you can pick like five cities that you would want to live in mm-hmm. and um Santiago is my last choice. And so that's what I got. <laughs> Classic. So, but I'm very grateful. I met one of my closest friends, Jenna, and her and I, we were, like, attached to the hip when I was in Spain. And um, she's from Minneapolis, and we have just, like, a lot of, like, similarities and things mm-hmm. just, like, growing up in the Midwest. And um, we really bonded. And we also bonded in the fact that we... We're not enjoying our jobs. Yeah. So, like, we just felt like we were super underutilized in Spain, in, like, in the school system. So, um, we just, like, had this very serious conversation one day where, like, we live in Europe and, like, we're supposed to be having, like, this amazing fun time and we're, like, we're having a good time but, like, it could be better and it's, like, Mm -hmm. not giving us what we need. So, we decided that we were going to quit our jobs, like, early and then we went and woofed, which is, like, the Worldwide Organization of Organic Farming, um, 
for like a home, what is it called? Like a homestay, like work, work trade. And we, um, where does one find, like, I've never even heard of that. I, you know, I think it was just like the type of people I was like Hanging hanging around while I was there. Like she was familiar with it. I really wasn't, but like. Um, yes, they, it was just like, everyone was just kind of like bopping around. So yeah, word of mouth is where I really found it. Okay. And, um, you basically just like go to this website and like buy like a, like a pass to a country. That's like, you have to pick a country and then you get a list of all these farms and like places that like will do this like work trade. And, um, we were very fortunate and found this place in Italy and, it was, like, just outside of Naples in the south, and we went and worked on this woman's farm for just over a month, and it was, like, the greatest thing that ever happened to me. It was so amazing. It was so beautiful. And, like, our host was this woman named Maria Pia, and was, like, she was the most, like, Italian woman, and, like, she was she is such a badass, and she, like, owned this incredible hobby farm, and we just spent our days, like, mostly weeding, honestly, but, like, picking, like fruits and vegetables from her farm and then spending like hours in the kitchen like making the most epic meals no and, wonder like, why you're an amazing chef yeah well you yeah learned in italy yeah maria pia and was like my italian mother and then my mother are both like exceptional women in the kitchen so it was yeah it was epic so then what happened after italy well, then after Italy, I had, like, literally $20 to my name, and I was like, I have to go back. Because people always ask me, like, why did you leave? I was like, because I had no money. Like, literally, I called my dad, and I was like, yeah, I need you to, like, put money in my bank account because I don't, can't even buy my ticket to the train station. I'm so pro- broke. Oh, <laughs> like, my God. Shout out to my parents who have helped me out in those situations before. And, um... Yeah, so I came back to America, lived with my parents for, like, a year. I started, like, serving with my best friend at this restaurant in downtown Milwaukee. So fun. Just, like, we had such a blast. We had such a good, like, group of servers that we all became super tight. And then I just kind of committed to living in Milwaukee for a while. And I can't believe it. I've literally been here for six years. And it's, like, I always hated Milwaukee growing up. And I just, like, always wanted to escape. And since moving back, I just feel like it's... I'm, like, constantly choosing to stay in Milwaukee, which is sometimes it's, like, it's a love-hate relationship, and yeah. I, like, want to escape, but sometimes I'm, like, I'm grateful to live here. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, um, I've been, ser- I, so I served for a few years. Um, and now, dun-dun-dun, tell everybody what Yeah, you do. and now I work as a surgical assistant or a dental assistant to a gum surgeon, a periodontist, which is literally, like, the most random transition in all of this. <laughs> it's, like, it's insane that you went to school for graphic design, then yeah, got a then degree film, in film yeah. or in religion, <laughs> yeah. then lived in Los Angeles for film, then went to Europe to teach English, then worked on a farm, <laughs> then worked in a restaurant, and now you're a dental hygienist and yeah. you're living your best life. Or Yeah, no, it's, like, it's so fun. Um, I'm... I'm grateful for all of the experiences because the thing is, is like sometimes my job just like feels like I'm like, a, I feel like I'm in like in the service industry. It's like genuinely what it is. It's like the skill is not being a dental assistant. You can learn that if you are, if you want to learn it, you can learn it. That's like the easy part. But it's like being a person that connects with people because nobody wants to go to the dentist. And so like I show up and I just like, 
honestly my job is to like make people feel comfortable and like get their mind of what we're doing oh yeah it's like yeah it's I think that's I think I need to have a gum surgery and I'm gonna come to you guys yeah no you definitely obviously I mean who else would you go to correct but but, like yeah like I just feel and you know I've gotten a lot of validation from that too it's not just like me like boosting my ego yeah being like oh yeah I'm amazing I bring like joy to everyone I'm so wonderful but like genuinely like People thank me more often than not to be like, thank you so much. Like, you really, like, put me at ease. Yeah. In fact, last week I showed up to work and there was this, like, gorgeous wooden um, cheese board in, like, the back in our break room. And, like, I I turned the corner and saw it. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so gorgeous. But then I didn't even realize that the card on top of it said my name. And I was like, oh, my God, who is this from? And it was this woman who, like, a month earlier – had, like, an extraction, and it was pretty, I mean, like, it wasn't, like, traumatizing, but she was having a hard time with the experience, and she was, like, you know, and I just really, like, talked her off the ledge, and, like, we bonded over, like, cooking, and I'm, like, trying to dabble in some TikTok videos as Chef Chef, and I was talking to her about that, and literally a month later, she, like, wrote me this beautiful card saying, like, thank you so much for helping me through that. Like that was like such a hard experience and you really like made, put me at ease. I also like, she's like, PS, I also went to go watch some of your TikTok videos and you were like so genuine. And like, I loved like the storytelling you element you brought to your videos and saw this cheese or this like cheese board and like thought of you and thought you needed to have it. I'm like, that was like a month later. Like that so is nice, so sweet. Yeah, so that was that was really nice validation. And that is. Yeah, mind you guys, Shifra has a TikTok called Chef <laughs> Shift. This is why I'm in her cooking class 101. Yes, and Nicole is an amazing student, and she just she is trying her best, and I think she's already learned so much. She made me an amazing smoothie today, and it was delicious. We made spring rolls. And we made spring rolls, yep. You coached me through making Parmesan chicken. Yes, yes. On the, basically oil boiling on the stovetop. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah, no, you did great. Now um, we've got more work to do. Yes, definitely. But, like, the perks of it are after each of our lessons, we also get, like, an amazing meal. So exactly. It's, like, the best kind of classes to teach. Shiffer's the type of cook, you guys, who makes you homemade Caesar <laughs> with the homemade Caesar dressing. Like, this girl can just eyeball it, whip anything up, and then it's like bada bing, bada boom. And you're just like, how did you do that? Yeah. Like, our friend Mallory was eating the Caesar salad. She's like, I just don't get how you got, like, the Caesar flavor. Correct. It's just hilarious because it's like the Caesar flavor is just, like, all the things you put in it. It's, you know, it's <laughs> a little love, a little Parmesan. But it's it's the it's the like how you guys how you measure it without actually measuring it. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm working on my baking because I feel like that's where like you have to. You, it's like a, it's a science where like cooking is like an art. An art. And and I feel like that's why I like it too because it's you know throughout my life like I I am always attracted to like creative outlets hence yes. like the film and the graphic design. And, you know, even, like, farm life, that's very creative. And I feel like that's where, like, I can tap into it now where, like, maybe my career isn't the most creative, but at least, like, I find creativity, like, outside of my job. Yeah. Which is, like, like, I work to live. I do not live to work. And, like, I love my job and I have, like, find a lot of joy from my job and, like, have a great time. But, like, my my extracurricular time is, like, where I really shine, I feel. I 1,000% agree. And yeah. I love that you just said that because I've been very 
I've been thinking about this, that, like, I think everyone needs a hobby. Oh, yeah. Like, I just was talking to a friend, and we were just saying how, like, some people just, they don't have anything outside of their job, and it's like, I was watching this movie, and it said, who are you? And the first, res- most people respond, like, I'm, I'm a, a social dental worker. assistant. And they're like, yeah. that's not who you are. That's yeah. your job. Yeah. That's not who you are. Like, who are you outside of... Yeah this thing that you do every single day, but yeah. like you're, you're beyond that. And it's like finding your hobbies that spark your creativity and then like help you see things in a different perspective and like yeah. travel and get outside of your comfort zone. Like, yeah, totally. I feel like I already try and do that too. Like, you know, in like in the last couple of years, I feel like, um, when I meet new people and like, I, you know, strike up conversation, it's very like normal to ask like, Oh, like, what do you do for work as like a, you know, outlet or inlet to like starting a conversation. And I feel like I've been trying, even if I like catch myself doing it and like most of them I do want to, sp- I mean, we spend a lot of time at work. Like we, I, I spend more time with like my coworkers than I do with like family, family and friends. So like, it makes sense to ask like what you do. Cause it's like, where are you spending most of your time? But then it's like also a follow up question. Like, what do you do with your like how do you enjoy your free time like Correct. how do you enjoy spending your time I feel like that's like the the yes. new age question to be asking it is I just yeah. had I now as everyone know work in a school and I just had a kid ask me this week oh my gosh now I'm drawing a blank what did you just say I was talking about um like fine like how do you like how do you enjoy your free time like what do you like, instead of saying that you're a social worker, like, what are... Oh, yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So I had these kids make... I, I can't believe I just lost that. It's like, okay, yeah. oh, my God. I feel like it's been happening to me a lot lately. Jeez. I'm yeah. like, whoa. I just lost my brain power. <laughs> so I had everyone make Who Am I posters. Mm, and cool. I first started it. Before everyone put Who Am I, I had everyone write down something kind about each person. Oh, we passed nice. it around. Some kids didn't take it seriously and put, like, Fortnite. And I was like, no, that's not... Yeah. I don't want that on the sheet. Not what we're doing here, but great. Glad you like it. <laughs> glad he's good at Fortnite. Yeah. Not a town. Well, let's move on. So I had everyone write something nice, and then I put social butterfly. And someone was like, what does that mean? Like, I put social, and then I drew a butterfly. Mm. And I was like, oh, I'm just constantly doing stuff. And they're like, what do you mean doing stuff? I said, well, when I'm not here at work... I said, I'm constantly seeing friends. I'm good. I'm going and doing activities. I'm doing all these things. And, like, the concept of that to them was so, like, yeah. mind-boggling to them. They're like, whoa, you don't go home all the time? Like, what do you do? Where do you go? Yeah. And it's just like, well, then it's, like, kind of amazing because then you have to, like, reflect on, like, what are their parents doing? Like, do their parents not have hobbies? <laughs> like, you know, like, they're, like, so, like, not used to that, like, as, like, you're in – like, sometimes I feel like I'm, like, a kid, but, like, in their eyes, you are, like, a grown-ass adult. Yes. And they're, like, oh, my gosh, like, you do things outside of school? Like... Oh, I said roommate. Like- they go, you have a roommate? I said, no. <laughs> I said, I don't have a roommate, but I had a roommate. Why did you have a roommate? I was, like, because, bitch, I'm broke and I needed a roommate. I was, <laughs> bitch, like... Bitch, I'm fucking 30. Like, chill. I was, like, like <laughs> I don't have a roommate anymore. I was, like, but I did when I moved home from college. And they were just, like, why would you have... Oh, and then it got... Oh, my God. Then they got to, well, why don't... Why aren't you married? Why don't you have children? Oh, jeez. And then one kid took my back and go, <clears throat> they were like, Miss Nicole doesn't even know you. You barely know Miss Nicole. Why are you asking her about her love life? And then they oh looked at God, me I and I was like, 
you you're, you you want to know too. I was like, I was like, well, wait, thanks for making me feel really fucking bad right now. I was like, no, I don't have kids. Like, I just had a little kid in the hall. I go, is this your kid? I was like, no, keep walking. I was like, oh my why god. Is, everyone keeps asking me if I have a kid, if I'm married, who's my husband. Uh. Yeah, I feel like I'm literally meet strangers every single day, and like, well, I'll get myself into the funniest conversations, but a lot of times I'll just like be chatting about like their day and like whatever what they do, and it's like unbelievable how many people ask me like, oh, are you married? Or like, how many kids do you have? I'm like, what? I'm a child. Correct. I am a child. I would be a child bride. <laughs> I don't know how to take care of myself. You like, think I can take care of somebody else? Like, no, it's like, I love taking care of myself. You think I have time to take care of anyone else? Absolutely not. I am good I to was go. just telling Shifra, you guys, I came home. I was like, I don't know how people have kids. I immediately came home from work, laid on the couch in the dark. Laid on the, and then my friend FaceTimed me. She goes, what are you doing? I go, laying on the couch in the dark. And she's like, why? I'm like, I'm exhausted. <laughs> and, she, and I was like, I could not imagine coming home to kids and oh then being like, gosh, yeah. time for homework. My brain hurts. I don't want to do your stupid ass math. Yeah. Or like, oh, let me make, not only do I have to make dinner for like myself, but I have to make dinner with like, for like everyone. And Correct. like, I see why my mom and, wanted to wring my neck. I called her every day asking what's for dinner. Oh my God. I would have ring. I would have. And then the amount of money. Yeah. Oh God. I had a protein shake because I didn't feel like spending money on no, food. No, literally. Like I, yeah, I ate hummus and chips and like a <laughs> toast, piece of toast because I was like, all right, well this will fill me up. And then I right. actually, I wanted fresh fin earlier, but like, you know what? I'm good. Yeah. I. <laughs> it, it's just mind boggling to me. It's baffling. And then I, I look know. at these kids. Sometimes I'm like, if only you knew what I do outside I of these know. walls. I know. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know how That's to, t- yeah, it's. And then it's also, like, crazy to also look at people our age who have two kids and are married and are in such different stages in life. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm happy for you. That's totally fine. Yeah. Not for me. But it's it's so crazy how all in life you are put in the same – you're in the second grade, the third grade. This is where you're supposed to be. Yeah. You graduated high school. Everyone wins a freshman in college. Or, like, for where I grew up, like, most people did, like, go to college. It was, like, a very – it was a given thing. Yes. Like, I grew up in a very affluent, like, community. So it's, like – yeah, and then all of a sudden, like, wait, wait, wait. Like, you have three children? You you leave college, and then it's, like, everyone – Everyone just decides their own path or whatever. And it's, like, that's – but then it's weird because it's, like, you think – our, our society has, like, decided, like, okay, so, like, after college, this is what you're supposed to do. Correct. But then, but there are no real rules, and you can actually do whatever you want, but for some reason, we've decided that, like, whatever, every, like, social standards are, are correct, and now that we're not married and we don't have children, like, we're behind. Correct. It's, like, sometimes I'm, like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm ahead. Ahead. I am ahead, and nobody can disagree. No one. I'm sorry. Like, way ahead of the game. Like, you are lost in diapers, and I am, like, I am, like, walking 100 miles. I'm teaching myself a new skill. I'm, like, trying out this new workout class. I'm literally hanging out with friends and, like, going on unbelievable vacations. I'm, like, taking a year abroad. I'm, like, "Uh uh-uh. I'm good. It's crazy to me because... I genuinely just told this to someone the other day that I do not want to lose myself. Yeah. And what I like yeah. when I have kids, when I get married. Because I yeah. see so often yeah. people, I'm, I literally have asked people, when was the last time you saw your friends? Yeah. Just because you had a baby doesn't mean you get to neglect who you are and what you like. I know. Well, like, and it's like going into that is like, I... 
I like completely agree with what you're saying, but sometimes like I see some of my friends and like their relationships and like, you know, I won't name any names, but like there are some people who like their partner is like lame or like not a like not a good partner and like can't take like care of their child as well as as like they might so it's like so it's like mom's always in charge it's like okay so mom never gets a break then like one thousand percent and like they lose themselves in like their like responsibility that they've like happily taken on but like their partner won't like step up basically one of my best friends is a doula Hey, Kels. Mm. She was on my podcast. Oh, nice. She loves postpartum work because she says moms get so neglected after childbirth. Yeah. Because everyone thinks it's about the child. Yes, it is about the child. That child literally can't do anything for themselves. Yes. But also, it's about the mother as well. Yeah, she's And the father. But, like, they get so neglected because they're so needed. But it's like, what does mom need? And then mom thinks... Well, I need to take care of this baby, so that's selfish. But it's like it's not selfish. I don't. I don't know why it's like the moment you pop out a baby, you no longer have a life. You yeah, don't exist. Yeah. You well, your needs are are not the priority. Yeah. But I think it's like there should be a balance. And yeah. It's easier said than done because we don't have kids. Yeah. So and I that understand is very that. True. Yeah. I completely understand that, and I literally tell my friends and my sister, and my mom all the time. Moms are heroes. Like, I literally don't know how they do it. No. I'm, like, scared to even, like, think about having children because I'm, like, like, I know I would be an amazing mom and I feel like I would just, like, lose, I would lose so much of myself that I have right now and I would gain so much of being a mom. Yes. But, like, it's, like, I'm scared to give up what I've gotten. I feel like I waited so long to get it. Yes. I feel like I'm finally, like, I have, like, you know, a good job that I can, like, support myself in all of the hobbies, like, I've always wanted to do. I can finally go on the trips. Like, why would I want to give that up to, like, you know, it's, like, this, like, selfish component, too. No, but it is. I literally don't want to have kids until I'm done being selfish. I'm not done being selfish yet. I'm not. Yeah. I want to buy my $200 Uggs. I don't want to. I want to do that. Yeah. And you know what? Some people are fortunate enough to have kids and buy the $200 Uggs, but right now, not eyes of the fly. (laughs) Not me. Barely can buy the $200 Uggs just in general. But, yeah, it's, like, I, I really, yeah, I like that. I want to just be selfish. And, like, I, I just, like, my sister the other day said, all I want to do is sleep. And yeah. she goes, what is sleep anymore? And I was, I literally said, I will come over whenever you need if you just need to, like, pass out. Yeah, go take a nap. Because I can't even imagine. And yeah. And it is hard, especially if you're breastfeeding. Like, you're not going anywhere. Those those babies need you. Yeah. But it's, like, finding the light after those stages. Yeah. Because you see people so often, like, still not finding that passion and the hobbies and the things that, yeah. like... Beyond your labels, beyond the things that you think you're supposed to be to, like, live. Yeah. Life is so short, and I'm, like, just listening to you and your story, I'm just, like, there's so many things that I haven't done that I've wanted to do. Yeah. Like, even doing travel social work. Yeah. I only made it to Indy. I shouldn't say only. That was an extremely big thing Yeah, that was a big step. But it, you have to leave sometimes to realize what you like. Oh, for sure. But there's still so many cool places that I would love to live. But I, I like what you said when you're like, I'm choosing to live in Milwaukee. And it's like, wherever you go, there's always going to be something that you don't like. There's yeah. always going to be something that you're missing. Like, it's all about your perspective and the people that you're around. Yes. It's kind of what makes the city worth living in. It's not necessarily 
the city. Like, Indy probably would have been ten times better if I had a fucking friend. Yeah, oh, for sure. And, of course, I made friends the week I left. Of course, because then you were in that, like, mode where you're like, oh, my God, I'm leaving. Like, I miss this place. And then you, like, start, like... Oh, yeah, I got invites left and right. I said, you bitches are too late. You're too late. I appreciate the party, but you're too late. late. Yeah. Where were you when I was crying my eyes out two months ago? Like, no. But it's all about what you make it. And it's just, like, it's going, like, I keep saying like a lot. But with your degree and what you do now, I think we also get so stuck and wrapped up in this bubble. Like, for me sometimes, I'm like, what can I do beyond social work? Yeah. But it's it's just like believing in yourself that you can go beyond these, yeah, like labels, the, yeah, and like the walls you've kind of built up around you. Yeah, I mean, even like yes, like I like sometimes when I like think back on like the journey I've been on, I'm like shocked with myself. I'm like, how did I do all those things? Oh, because like I don't know, like I was just like I wasn't scared. I just like was so like I was a chicken shit. I and it was like I wasn't scared and I also just like was so like is discontent a word discontent Mm -hmm. like I just I wasn't happy with where I was Mm -hmm. like I felt like I I really just like lost touch with like a lot of my like high school friends and um I just like felt like I didn't really have like a true sense of community so it was like a lot easier to leave Mm -hmm. and now I've been in Milwaukee for six years and I'm just like oh my god like there are so many places I want to live and I have so many friends in all these amazing cities and like great communities everywhere but I'm like oh but I like really set down roots here already and I feel like like how after six years like how do I just get up and go now Mm -hmm. and and think that's like scary it's like sometimes I feel like too comfortable I was just talking about this with someone who's like like, comfort is, like, such a great place to be, but it's horrible to be. Correct. Like, I am, like, so comfortable right now that, like, I'm scared that the things that, like, I really want in life, like, I won't get because of where I am. Like, I'm so comfortable living by myself. I'm so comfortable being by myself. Like, I mm-hmm. am, like, amazing at being a single woman. Like, amazing. Like, nobody is taking care of me except for myself. And, like, I meet all of my own needs and... Like, and then there's, like, one day where I'm just, like, damn, I'm lonely. Or, like, damn, like, I want a partner. Or, like, oh, God, like, it would be so great if someone, like, would go on a walk with me. And, like, I love going, going on walks with my girlfriends. But, like, man, to, like, have, like, a boyfriend hold my hand while we get to, like, walk to, like, my favorite restaurant. Like, oh, that would be amazing. And then I just, like, you know, go in this, like, spiral. But then also, like, I'm, like, wait, no, I'm, like, so comfortable. Like, I sometimes don't want that, too. Correct. It's, like, this weird cycle of like brain games that I play on myself it is and you guys I I think you remember my our friend Mallory she was also an, uh on the episode but me Mallory and Shifra are kind of very similar yes very. we're all in our 30s and mm-hmm. single yes and are really good at being single and have been single for like ever a very long time yeah and have you seen that tiktok that it says a woman who pays for all of her bills with no help is a woman to be yeah like intimidated by yeah. That is us. Yeah. But it's the, it's the thing. I was just telling someone, too. It's being a boss ass. Yeah. Being strong and being able to do that for yourself. Because, like, I love you, Megan, but my sister has never lived by herself. Right, not yeah. Not once. Has yeah. never, ever lived by herself. Which is not a bad thing, but it's like, I also think everyone should live by themselves because that's where so much growth happens because yeah. you have to find the peace and being lonely. Yeah. To find the strength. And like I've had 
friends, Mackenzie, my friend Mackenzie started, so she came to visit me in Indy, little tangent, she was folding my laundry for me, she did my laundry while I was at work, and she started crying, and she was like, Nicole, I just realized that no one's ever done this for you, and I was Aww. like, what do you mean? It's so sweet that she was crying. She, I know, <laughs> she goes, she goes, I just am sitting here folding your laundry, and I'm like, you have to do this all the time by yourself, and I was, Mal got pissed, she called Mallory, and Mal got pissed, she goes, bitch, I always have to do my laundry, and she goes, Mal, not about you right now, I'm calling about Nicole. <laughs> And I was like, I, and then I almost got emotional because I was like, I was like, Mackenzie, it's not that big of a deal. Like, it's just laundry. Yeah. She's like, yeah, but like, there's no one to take care of you. And then yeah. when I had COVID, someone, my friend was like, oh my God, I feel so bad. You had no one to take care of you. I didn't even think twice about that. I'm like, yeah. We just were just talking so about that used, on our yeah. walk. Like, I just feel like, and like, we're the type of people who also like give, give, give. So like, we're so mm-hmm. used to like doing those things. And like, I literally will like. You yeah, brought like, me ice cream the other day when I was sick. Yeah, I did. Ice cream and cookies, you guys. I did. And, like, yeah, and, like, when I got COVID, it, my mom was very nice and called me, and she's like, let me go grocery shopping for you. And, you know, but it was just, like, yeah, that was my mom, you know? Mallory, <laughs> like, Mallory went grocery shopping Yeah, for like, me. it was so nice. And, like, thank goodness, you know, she called. But, like, yeah, sometimes it would just be nice to, like, have someone other than my fucking parents to take care of me. It would. And, um... Can I swear? Is yes. This, okay, cool. This is the bootlegged podcast. <laughs> this is, there are no things untouchable. Okay, great. Uh, I wanted, I was just like, I feel like I'm blanking too. I like just had like a good tangent I wanted to go on, but now I'm like blanking. But, um, but yes, like being by yourself and taking care of yourself. It's so like, it's the pros and cons. So it's the yeah. people who are married and have kids. Like we want that, but we also love our single life, but we also desire. Yeah compatibility like a connection because in life as humans like mammals Mm -hmm. that we are meant and made to be like paired paired in a relationship yeah we in life yeah in order to thrive you need to be nurtured you need to be cared for you need to be loved you need to be touched you need to you need all of that yeah people who are lonely die quicker because you you it's gray you don't have that yeah. Even just like hanging out with you tonight, it's like I was I was laying in the dark. Yeah. Before you got here. Yeah. Then you came over, and I'm immediately like sparked up because I'm like, oh my yeah. god! Even though I've been around people all day, but yeah. It's like, well, we're also extroverts, so we like feed off of other people's yes. energy too, and like that's also why we're like a tr- like our friendship is attractive to each other because yeah. we're like yes, like we want to be around each other because like we feed off of each other's energy, and we're both like. Yeah, we just, like, love that. Okay, I remember what I was thinking about, too, yes, just now. It's, like, also being single, independent for a long time and being very comfortable in it. Yes. I feel like we were talking about this the other day, but, like, we, like, really, like, have have leaned in to our masculine energy. Yes. And I think that being, like, independent and these women, like, just women in general and, like, being strong and paying for your own bills, it's, like, we take this like masculine role and it's not like male female it's literally just like masculine energy yes. like everyone has masculine and feminine yes. energy men women wh- however you identify that you have it and it's like sometimes i'm like scared with how independent and like masculine i i mm-hmm. find myself because i'm like you know as whatever it sounds like to, to anyone listening it's like i I want to be more feminine. I want to be lighter and, like, you know, like, sweeter and, like, be able to have someone take care of me. And I, like, feel like it's, like, a foreign feeling in my body. And, like, I don't – I don't even know where to begin. And I feel like sometimes, like, 
you know, I look for, like, all the answers of, like, why have I been single for so long? Like, why haven't I found my person? Sometimes I just genuinely think it's that. Like, it's not intimidating that we, like, pay for our own stuff or, like, you know, live by ourselves or, like, have all these hobbies and great friends and whatever. It's literally that we come off as, like, strong masculine energy when, like, someone who's already masculine wants to be attracted to their opposite in that, like, more dominant feminine energy. Mm-hmm. And that is 1000% true and we were just talking about this because that I was just saying my mom is a very masculine energy yeah yeah and same. so I was raised on a very masculine energy and then you have my grandpa every time I see my grandpa he yeah. goes do you have a boyfriend and I go Ooh, no and he goes really good sick. oh he says good he goes you don't need a man he goes you provide for yourself you don't rely on anybody oh God, else I love that. so he's nailed that into my head yeah constantly and then I was just telling someone else too that I have never been given the opportunity to operate in a feminine energy. Because yeah. the people that I, the guys that I've gone after, yeah. have constantly sh- proven me that I have to be masculine to get shit done, to make sure that something actually happens, to follow things through. Because yeah. the people that I have gone after are obviously not my people, but have never, have never valued yeah. and taken advantage of who like basically me yeah that they don't even see that I'm not operating in a feminine energy yes and I feel like for me too it's like very similar where like the people I've always been attracted to it's like they're all very like just unavailable to me like and like because they're unavailable to me like I unfortunately am more attracted to them and then (laughs) damn it why is that my type people who literally are not available (laughs) don't like us back and like but then I like work harder because it's like a challenge and like competitive with myself and like and then I like feel like I like dive even deeper into the masculine energy and like want to take control and like I want to chase asking them out on dates yeah when are you free this and it's just like yeah taking away like their opportunity yeah and like your opportunity to be feminine correct and like I think that's more it's like screw them like whatever like they didn't choose us either so like really go fuck themselves but like like I shouldn't have to like dive even deeper into that masculine masculine energy. I have enough. Yes. Like I in in all these amazing places in like my life, but like god, if it would just be so nice to just like tap into the feminine, like be softer and like slower and, and sweeter. It, yes, and like when someone tells you they want to take care of you. It almost makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't I don't need you I to. I don't need you. But also that's like... But I want you to, but I, I'm also like, I don't need you to because no one ever has done that before me, so I don't know yeah. how... I don't know how to. And for me too, it's like, I mean, personally, I've never really had anyone say like, I want to take care of you, but like, I feel like what... I'm more attracted to, like, people just, like, doing something for me. Yes. Like, don't tell me you're going to do it. Don't, like, ask me to, like, if it's okay to do it. Just, like, show up. Correct. Like, that's what I want. Yes. You know? Show up and show me that I don't always have to be in charge. Yeah. Like, take control. Because most, I'm sorry, but most men are just, fu- they're dumb. And they don't know how to, like, <laughs> it's they true don't know either. how to take control. And I'm like, no. nothing's going to get done unless I fucking do it. But I also am very impatient, and I don't allow yes. them to even have the chance because I'm like, you're already going to let me down, so before I even get that to that point, I'm just going to do it. Yes. And then I self-sabotage because yes. I am impatient because I don't even give them the chance. Yes. 
Oh, it's yes. bad. Oh it's my bad. God. I have uh, recently, Sam, recently, you guys. I'm looking into a mirror. I'm not going into detail about it, but I've recently been really practicing a, not operating in a masculine energy. And when I tell you exposure therapy, and it is, it's fucking hard. It is hard. It is a lot of self-talk. It is a lot of deep breathing. It is a lot of, you, you're going to have to weigh it. It's patient. It is very difficult because I... If I want something, I mean, I took a, a Gallup test at work, and it's my top five, my top five characteristics. Have you ever heard of it? You were telling me about it the other day. It's um, communication, mm-hmm. which I'm very, very, very good at, and yeah. I, I preach it till the day I die. Yes. The next one is woo, winning others over. Mm, I am just a woo girl, yes. so like I feel like <laughs> woo girl. Third one is positivity. Mm, love it. The fourth one was activator, and the fifth one was arranger. And it's the activator in me that when I want something done, if someone even suggests something, I want to put in a date. I want to, let's figure yes, it out. Yes, yes. I'm not going to, let's hang out and never hang out. Like, it's it's a very, so like, if a guy's like, oh my God, that would be so fun, let's do that. Then I'm like, when? When, yeah. When? Don't don't say it. Are and you going to pick me up? Correct. Are you going to buy tickets? What What is the plan? Like, it's a constant, like, I need to plan and know, but it's also like, I need to reel that in just a little bit to not constantly right. feel the need to plan the outcome. Yeah. To feel that it's sense like, of control. Yeah, letting go, like, yes. being vulnerable. Oh, all those things are like, whew, I'm trying. Hard. I'm literally in shock right now by all of this conversation, though. I'm like, oh, my God. I spent so much time in therapy last year and, like, trying to figure it out, and I think I'd be just, like, Hit nail the nail them. on the head. Yeah, I'm just like, oh shit. I well, you want to know what's crazy? Sabotage all the time. All the time is that we're 30 now, mm-hmm. and I mean we're stuck in our ways. A lot of people meet when they're younger. They yeah. grow together. It's very true. And now I'm like, I have created these routines and these. I like I am who I am, and I love who I am, and now it's like. It's it's even harder to find someone compatible with all of that because it's like, yeah, you've done the change, you've done the growth, and then if like they haven't done that, then it's like I don't have interest in you because you need to. Fu- How are you thirty and haven't done a self right. a self journey yet? Yes, I one hundred percent agree, and I feel like sometimes when I'm especially when I'm talking to like my parents who are boomers and like, you know, I'm like chatting with them about, uh, or my not chatting with them that we don't chat. My dad basically is like laughing yelling at me being like what's wrong with you like why haven't you found someone yet like you're so amazing but like your standards are too high and I'm just like oh no, my, my standards that are not too high because I know exactly how much and what I can give yes. and I want someone to equal that and Correct. I think I shouldn't ever lower that standard because like I'm a catch Correct. and like why should I change any of my expectations no. like I think if someone meets me where I am then like we can both compromise together because we've both been on that journey been like independent and like like yes like I will have to change some of my like ways and like hopefully like what we talked about like find that like feminine energy and like that's how we can shift but like yeah if you're not if you're not my equal then like get the hell out what the hell am I doing with you I don't want to waste my time correct and I've also now that you just said that I've also realized that like in the past I've gone off to guys who need 
fixing. Oh, yeah. And need, um, I became a very, I operated in a motherly yes. figure. And I look back and I'm like, cringe, 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 Nicole. You treated them like a fucking child. Yeah. No wonder why they didn't want to date you. Because oh you God. literally, I literally look back and I'm like, Oh my god, you would sc- I would literally nitpick and scold and yeah. be like, why are you doing that? Are you oh like what god. the fuck are you doing? Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I know I had the I was in love with this guy when I lived in Los Angeles and he had this interview once and he like had asked me, he's like he was like living on like the opposite side of town and LA is a tricky place to drive through. And so he was like, Hey, like, would this be weird if like I like sleep over at your house for my interview? It's literally like down the street from your house. And I was like, Oh my god, he wants to sleep over. But in like he fucking came over and like literally slept in like a different bedroom. So like I hate myself. But I literally like woke up early, like set my uh, my alarm for him, like woke him up, made him breakfast. I'm just like, ew, cringe. <laughs> like, he stayed at my house. He should have made me breakfast. He should have fucking woken me up. Like, ew. Like, why? <laughs> like, made his bed. And, like, just, like, why do I do things like that? Like, why? And you know what? It's okay. Because no, I know. It is. I'm also just, like, a nice person. You're so, like, a nice I wanted, person. I wanted to the have problem a is successful that... interview. Exactly. <laughs> but the problem is, is that when we are very nice, like, I was just thinking about a time where I took a guy to the airport. Mm-hmm. Never got a thank you. Never got, like, a something in return. I was like, wow, I was really used in that moment. It's because, like, we we give and we yeah. give and people take advantage. And then when they take advantage, that's where our, our guards come up. And I'm like, yeah. this is why I can't trust men. Yeah. Because you took advantage of me, truthfully, when I was in my feminine energy. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, oh, for sure. So like, then it's like the masculine energy is the shield. Yes, that is very true. And... Yeah, that sucks because that has happened to me a lot too. I look back and I'm like, I want to run into these dudes so I can be like, why I ever shed a tear over you? I don't know. Oh my God, but I know. But now, ew. <laughs> ew, ew, ew. Yeah, like I've grown like out of you spi- like tenfold. God. Like. I would looked pathetic sometimes. I'm just like, can oh, we yeah. not, Nicole? Oh my gosh. Leave that in the past. Yeah. Yeah, it's been pretty bad for myself as well. The moral of it is we both deserve, we will find it. The universe has a plan. I just told Shifra, you guys, tonight that there is a yogi god above her (laughs) going, patience, young grasshopper. And then she's like, how long do I have to wait? Seriously. But then they're just like, the person that you're supposed, you want to do it once. Yeah. We've waited this long. I've waited this long, so it's like... That when we finally meet the person, we're going to be like, this is why we've waited this long. Christine, my best friend Christine, you guys have heard me talk about her. She's been on the podcast, too. She said, whenever I do find my guy, or whenever it happens, she goes, I'm going to pull him aside and said, do you not know how many tears we've gone through? (laughs) How many horrible men we've gone through? How many... She's like, I'm going to tell them the shit you went through to get... I was like, oh my God. Because she... It's just like... It's probably like you. You probably have friends who've been in relationships where they've just seen you've gone through so much that they're just like, they want it so bad for you, I know. I So many people. They're just like, I don't get it. Like, Mm -hmm. how? Like, Shifra, you're like 
amazing. Like, you're so, just whatever. Just, you know, really, like, boosting my ego. And I'm just like, I don't know either. Like, <laughs> it's exhausting. And I'm just like, I, I just pray to whoever is listening. The yogi god, maybe. He is a yogi god. Yeah, maybe that's what my intention will be for my next few classes that I teach. Just, like. Honestly, patience. Yeah, like, patience and, like, sending good energy out into the world. And just, like, no, like, karma is real. Like, whatever. If you put it out there, like, it will come back to you. And Love attraction. Yeah, and, like. What, yeah. You have to change your script, though, Shifra. Yeah. Because I've noticed throughout this episode, you've yeah, said. Yeah, let's hear. You were, like. Of course it would happen. Of course that's how it would go. Oh, no. So that's the script because that was me too. Why do I say that? (laughs) No, 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 because that's the script. My script used to be, of course they're always going to choose my friend. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm always the second. That was the script in my head, so that was the energy I was putting into the world. Yeah, no, that's not good. So you have to change the script. Of course they would choose me. Why wouldn't they? Correct. Right? I can still say of course. Why wouldn't they choose me? I feel like that sounds natural to me, so I have to say those words. Of course they would choose me. Why wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. Of course I deserve this man because, hello. Yeah, I'm amazing. I'm amazing. Yeah. Exactly. I deserve everything I want. Of course I got amazing roommates in L.A. because you deserved it. Yeah, of course. You have to change the script. Yeah, I love that. I feel like that's, like, the, that's, like, the message. If anyone's listening to this, like, this is the the takeaway. It's just, like, literally changing your script. Yeah. Change the script. Put the energy out there and it will come back to you. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yes. Yep. Well, we didn't get to get into our fishing and our like. Oh no! Next time, our like lesbian man. But oh yeah, that's gonna be a great episode. We actually you're gonna have to come back on. Yeah, we have to talk about the lesbian man. I think Shiver might have to just be my future (laughs) co-host. Honestly, I think so. The lady in pink with her yogi. Are you kidding me? I'll take a color too. You know, (laughs) no, lady in pink is great, and lady in pink and her yogi, lady and lady in pink and like her, yeah, yogi. No, we don't have to say yogi. Wait, guru. we have to say lady something. in pink and chef shift. Chef shift. Does that work, dude? Chef shift constantly because then we can talk about uh, how my cooking lessons are going. Yeah, we could talk about like just like fun things too instead yeah. of just like, you know. And sh- you guys, Shiffer did like a nude photo shoot on the beach and printed <laughs> them off and hung them up in her apartment. Yeah, of that course would be I would show off my hot hello. Ass. Of course, because of course. why? Wouldn't why wouldn't you? I? Everyone's lucky to see it. Exactly. Yeah. Amazing. Well, then I'm definitely going to have to have you back on so we can talk about all of the Even above. Even more, yeah. Even more, because there's so much more we didn't unpack. Yeah, we have a lot to, to tap into. And this one is changing the script, and you don't have to... You're not stuck wherever you are. Yes, I like that, too. That's Look beautiful. at you. You literally... Anytime... What my takeaway from listening to you is anytime you didn't like something, you took action to change it. Honestly, that is a great takeaway because that is genuinely the truth. It is the truth. You yeah. didn't like it, you changed. You yeah. Left. Who cares you went to three schools You and then you stayed when you finally found your niche? Yeah. You know how people stay at a school because they're miserable? Oh my gosh, no. And then they regret it? No. Yeah. My, um, yeah, I, I mean, like, you didn't hear about, like, literally half of the jobs I've had just because, like, it wasn't working for me anymore. Like, yeah, the, it just and look, wasn't It's it wasn't gotten you to something where... Shifra loves her job every single day. Yeah. You're great. fulfilled in life. Yeah. And it's because you constantly made change when you weren't happy. Yeah. You got out of the comfort zone. I'm very lucky. And that is what this is all about. I love it. 
Thank you so much for having me. This has been honestly so fun. Uh, next time we'll do it with wine. You guys, I'm doing Sober November. So. Yes. It's honestly, same. I've been very successful. Yes, me too. I haven't had a, I've had a craving one day because these kids were trying to test me. Yeah. But well. I went to the gym instead and See, it was like, you, you know what? Gym is the new wine. I love it. Burn the calories instead of drinking them. Hashtag Hello. gym is the new wine. Next time we'll make a video. Yes. With the TikTok. And then yes. it's recording about the food we made and then we'll talk about it and eat it. Bada I bing, bada literally boom. love that idea so much. Just yeah. brainstormed it. See, creativity comes to me when I'm being creative. I love it. Yeah. My brain is Oh, we've got a lot activated. of things to do. Yes, we do. <gasps> Thank you. Thank you. It's so fun. I loved it. Well, you guys, since I'm back, and if you like what you hear, please like and subscribe on podcast and Apple Spotify. Oh. Apple Podcast and Spotify. Clearly I've been out of the game for a little bit. And I am on Instagram. I'm going to be um, more active and posting videos on there. Um, so you don't have to follow until I'm more active. But just putting it out there because right now it is a bit of a ghost town. But your bitch is back. Um, I shouldn't call myself a bitch. Your boss ass babe is back. And I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.